I'm Maggie Rose. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Chanel. And we're just three friends hanging out. Drinking water tonight. Together learning how to become biblical wives. Thank you so much for returning once again. This is our podcast number four. Is that correct, ladies? I think so. I think so. We're going to have to stop saying that because I'm going to forget what number we're <laughs> Well, anyway, we're making this number. podcast number four. <laughs> and today we are continuing our discussion on Titus 2, 4 to 5. And today we're focusing in on the section that talks about, um, depending on your version of the Bible, busy at home, working at home, or keepers of the home. Dun, dun, dun. I would also say in like in the context too, comparably to working outside of the home kind of versus working from inside the home. Right. And are we saying that only with children or are we saying in general or in marriage? I think. Well, here, let's let's go ahead and say like what we do. Oh, yeah, that's right. I totally forgot. I didn't even practice this. I know. I totally forgot. (laughs) It was your idea, too. It was my idea. I thought about it on the way here. Well, what do you do? Oh, Well, I currently do not have children, and I work outside of the home. I am a behavior therapist for children with autism. I work (laughs) outside of the home as well, part-time in a couple different avenues. I work for... A couple, a million. (laughs) (laughs) I work for my stepdad um, at a dental office a couple days a week. I work with my mom as a part-time co-owner of a vintage business called gather vintage company and shameless plug plug. follow us on instagram (laughs) and facebook (laughs) and i also coach uh varsity field hockey and life is going to be a little bit different here soon in the spring i am pregnant and not sure of what my plans are afterwards yet as far as working or how much of that is of working um, of course, I want to continue with my mom and the vintage business. And um, when do you do like what month are you do again? March. March. OK. And then I, of course, want to stay with field hockey. So but things are going to have to change for that to happen. So I'm just figuring this out. I'm just envisioning cute little onesies with I the field know. hockey like glue doubles on them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> field hockey sticks. I don't even care if it's a boy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and I stay at home with my three kids. They're almost, one's almost five. The other one just turned three. And then I have a seven and a half month old. So now have you ever worked outside of the home with children? Or have you always yes, been a stay-at-home mom? I've, for the most part, always been a stay-at-home mom. But I have done part-time work mm-hmm. at a salon in the past. But I'll talk more about that later in the podcast. But um yeah, I also wanted to mention, like, in context context of working at home versus in the home, I think this is a lot more simple than that. Like, I don't think it's one versus the other. Mm-hmm. I think this is just saying wh- whether you work outside the home or in the home only, we need to you be- need to be worker at home. Like, right. when you're at home, mm-hmm. you need to be working there, like, for your family. Cause right. Family first. But mm-hmm. I feel like there's, like, how do we even start with that? There's so many different things to... I think we should start by reading the Bible. Let's let's recap. Donald Rain, you're so smart. <laughs> I think we should recap for our readers. Yes, let's. <coughs> what do you already have it up, Mangroves? While I do. I'm flipping, okay, perfect. Titus two four to five, um, well three to five, I guess. 
Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good and so train young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. Okay. And then I also have another verse I want to read. Um, it is in um, 1 Timothy 5, 14. Therefore, I want younger women to marry, have children, manage their households, and give the adversary no opportunity to excuse us. Oh, what's that one again? A- or is it accuse? A C C U S E. I think I said that right. Accuse. Well, accuse. I, I want to hear it again anyway. Okay, it let me good. read it again. Wait, wait, where's it from? This is 1 Timothy 5, 14. Okay. Therefore, I want younger women to marry, have children, manage their households, and give the adversary no opportunity to accuse us. Okay. I like so that. I like that. Manage the home. Yes. And marry. I mean, that's a whole different topic, but. Right. No, mm-hmm. I thought it was good. I thought it perfectly pertained to kind of what we were talking about. Yeah. So yeah, that was nice. Lorraine, do you have any? Oh, you don't have your big book. Tonight. I know. Oh, I have. I, the, I have what the Greek word was. Ooh. worker oh i did look home. that up too but i couldn't pronounce it and so i just skimmed along Ecor- <laughs> I, just skimmed <laughs> I listened to somebody say it <laughs> i know it starts with an o there's a k in there <laughs> yeah oh well see i didn't spell it right because i just spelled it the way it sounded so, yeah. <laughs> yes um workers at home greek word for that is ekorgos and ekos is home and ergo is to work so it's essentially saying younger women should be taught to be home workers mm-hmm. oh home workers yes so it kind of makes it sound a little bit different yeah i like that yeah i do too i think that's i love finding out the like the actual meanings of the words i know just yes put such an american twist on things and it's like oh that's not at all what this this verse is talking about yeah like and this one it, it does it's pretty close but and I also enjoy the different versions uh the niv is busy at home esv is working at home and kjv is keepers of the home so I thought that was kind of interesting just to hear all the different oh, yeah. versions of what kind of this verse was saying. Not saying, but the few words from this larger verse. Lorraine, do you have any contexts for us? I do, but my context is more like historical, um, like American history in the 1950s and 70s. Not necessarily biblical mm-hmm. um, history. Um, and I guess... I took this more as not of an argument, but saying like what have been the challenges, obstacles or downfalls of women now working outside of the home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I kind of looked at this not for what the verse yikes actually says, but I looked at it from a different angle. Okay. Um, we, I mean, we can go into that now, but if we want to, um, so I found an article, so I was really interested to know, okay, um, background, I'm a history poli sci, uh, major in school. So like, this is totally up my alley. Gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awful. Oh, so I just wanted to kind of like research, when did this shift really happen that we could like truly feel women working outside of the home and the downfalls that was created by it and like where did all this pressure for women to come outside of the home come from work outside of the home come from so on and so forth 
I'm going to say a nasty word that a lot of people don't like nowadays. I would say most conservatives do not like is the feminist movement, right? Mm -hmm. But the feminist movement, as it was originally um, intended, is not what we know it today. Mm -hmm. It was really for women's suffrage. Did you get the, like, a lot of that stuff that you're saying is from a book, Even Exile. It talks a lot about what you're saying. No, I didn't. You'd like that book. Anyway, continue. (laughs) Okay. Link it in our show notes below. Just <laughs> yeah. kidding. We probably won't. Do we know how to do that? <laughs> I don't. Do we know? <laughs> it just sounded podcast official. It does. So um, anyway, so I kind of like researched all of that and like, and the fem- first fem- the first wave of the feminist movement really hit between the 50s and 70s um, as we were pushing for women's rights and what did that look like as far as working outside of the home in marriage. So I'm, it's not even necessarily with children, but mm. in a married situation. And I found an article um, from a um, some sort of educational background. It was, it's called Brookings. Um, I think it's just a school, a, a university or a college, because they had a little article. Anyway, in this article, I just listed some of the words that they used in a benefit way of working outside the home. And it was words such as prosperity, productivity, attitudes and expectations, control, plan, so on and so forth. And when we couldn't work outside of the home, we were using words such as um, structural problem and holding back. And I think that the connotation there is that working outside of the home is something that is good and something that we should be doing because we're helping our economy mm-hmm. and we're helping our families in this way and uh, we're being productive and it's fair mm-hmm. and we take all order out of it. And I think we replace it with greed. Um, mm-hmm. that's what I'm, I'm kind of going towards, but anyway, one of my favorite things that was said in this article was that by women working outside of the home, um, we created this perfect work-life balance in a productive world. Mm-hmm. And to me, all that means is, oh, we became um, productive in a hustle culture, mm-hmm. even back yeah. then in their, I mean, their context of a hustle culture in the fifties and seventies. And did they really create a balance? Do we really have balance in our home when we work outside of the home? Are we really balanced? I don't think so. I think we have created things to make our lives easier. And I'm not saying that those things are bad, Mm -hmm. right? So like in the 50s, we had TV dinners were invented. McDonald's came out. In the 1970s, McDonald's started the first quarter pounder. In the 1950s, we had the first contraceptive. We had the first automatic washing machine and dryer. Like all of those Mm -hmm. things. And while I will argue that McDonald's is not good, all of those (laughs) things are not inherent. Chicken nuggies. (laughs) I mean, like all of those things are not inherently bad. Right. But when you apply them to work, we all happening like relatively at the same time. Right. And all for convenience. And they're all for convenience. And don't they have more problems on the back end? Right. Let's take contraceptive. We know contraceptives, birth control, 
I mean, come at me if you want to, but contraceptives have ruined women's lives. Mm-hmm. Preach. Um, <laughs> That's like, a whole other episode. <laughs> right. Right. So, oh, oh, it became easier to balance now because now we can control when we have kids or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But on the backside, we've created all of these problems. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, like, I'm just saying I could argue that we really didn't learn to balance work, life, work and family with all of these different things. All we did was make it easier with health problems. Right. Um, and, like, not caring for our homes in such a way. I mean, don't pl- please don't take my automatic dishwasher or washing machine away. But <laughs> Good girl, because I ain't doing that. I can yeah. barely... F- Flip the laundry from washer to dryer, let alone do it by hand. <laughs> I you only walking around here naked. I only did that one time, and it was in Sweden, and I was too afraid to learn what the Swedish words on the dish on the washer meant. I was afraid my clothes were gonna get locked in there. So yeah, so I don't know. And like to use words in this in a positive light. Oh, we can working outside the home now. We have control. We can plan better. Uh, okay. Well, in a biblical sense, we should not have control and we shouldn't have to plan. We shouldn't have prosperity because it is the root of all evil. We shouldn't be so productive that we live in such a stressed out state. Mm -hmm. Our attitudes and our expectations are not above what God wants for us. Mm -hmm. So, like, I just feel like I could, in a biblical sense, terrorize this article. (laughs) Okay, so that's where I was. I'm I'm just laughing at my like to myself every year because my notes look nothing like that i don't even think i thought one ounce about like oh yeah history or like what happened in the past or that is so (laughs) funny because i was talking to my mom today at gather and i said it is so fun for me to watch in or listen and watch um in this podcast we each three come with a different perspective and i can guarantee you like i'm talking to my mom mom i'm gonna come with some like history context sort of way chanel is gonna come at it with some maybe some like modern day application (laughs) um and (laughs) or something you know like something and then maggie's going to be like this mix of different avenues and like i don't know like i just yeah, yeah it's so funny scouring through my notes to see if it's right. Like, where's not. my modern day? Let me flip it up, flip it up, flip this to see if my notes are anywhere I have in my hand. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. It also doesn't help that I did not come prepared with the right. <laughs> Chanel's hitting things. her head on the balloon for the birthday girl Lorraine. <laughs> yeah, we had we to <laughs> closer to thirty. <laughs> but you're not there yet. So. Not there yet. You're, you're you're good. You're good. <laughs> anyway, back on track. <laughs> back on track. So I did write a note that kind of goes along with that. It says we need to be more committed to our children than being financially well off. Mm-hmm. So where mm-hmm. I kind of took a lot of my notes from, or my thoughts were, I think what did I type in my research? I was like, here, pl- yeah, you're not talking to oh, your mic. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Uh, did you hear all that, everyone? Um, <laughs> should I read my quote again? I don't know if everyone heard. Oh, mm. I didn't know for that part. Oh, anyway, I'll read it one more time. Okay. <laughs> we need to be more committed to our children than being financially well off. So where I kind of headed with my notes were I typed in, like, is it okay for Christian women to work outside of the home? Okay. Because I feel like, to me, that's always been a big debate. Whether it actually is a debate, we could talk about that, too. But, like, is it okay for people to be working outside the home? It's so a hot-button topic. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of where I took all of my notes from. And I a, a, lot, a lot of where I came back to, it depends on your heart. Like, mm-hmm. is your family struggling financially? 
then probably it is best to work out like if you can't make your house payment you and your husband probably should be working like you need to like be able to afford your home and afford clothes and put on the table like Mm -hmm. if your husband can't just go get another job that is you know or he becomes ill for a long right right yeah passes away yeah yeah and it's just i think it all depends on your heart are you trying are you are you working outside of the home because you want to be greedy you want more money to spend more or are you working outside of the home because of I don't know xyz because you have to or there is something that you no i have something to add to that so i think a lot of people including myself use the excuse of oh well it will help my mental state Mm. instead of wanting more money like Mm. i whenever i went back to work at the salon part-time i went like maybe three days a week or something for a couple months um after malachi my second was born and then I did that because I thought it was going to be good for my family because Mm -hmm. it was good for my mental health and it was going to make me feel better when then I would fill my cup and then I could then fill my family's cup Mm -hmm. because, you know, they say you can't pour from an empty cup. So Mm -hmm. I got to fill myself up. So that's why I went back to work. It had nothing to do with money or like greed in the sense of prosperity. It more was greed with respect to my selfishness Mm -hmm. and i didn't real i don't remember when we realized that i didn't want to work i think we realized it because my family started suffering Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. hunter was like i don't like you working this much like the kids miss you i miss you we don't get to spend enough family time and it was i look back on snapchats that i sent during that time i'm like this is the my happy place is in the salon and oh i'm so happy Mm. here because i just wanted to escape my children at that point i was like coming out of postpartum depression at that point and i just wanted an escape i wanted out Mm -hmm. i wanted to help my mental health but i don't think that that was my way out Mm -hmm. and i don't think that that was good for me to go back to work because i don't think i was even that strong in my faith right then either so it's like not just the prosperity aspect but the selfishness and the greed of my mental health and focusing more on me than focusing on my family and like i my one of my notes here um in a sermon i was listening to it says a woman's priority or her top priority must be the welfare of her family at home this has to be above any fulfillment she may have outside of the home Mm -hmm. she may find outside of the home another thing that i was looking at is pride too like are you going to work just so you have something to find pride in Mm -hmm. or are you going to work so you can show off the skills that god has given you Mm -hmm. or whatever that is so like just it really comes back to your heart like where where is your heart at if you are wanting to work at home or whatever yeah i actually think it should probably be a conversation between you and your husband too what yes. is as your husband to be the head of your household like mm-hmm. what, what does your husband think about you going back to work do you actually need to go back to work or right what what is your heart behind i think that's a go? big one like you're you have your own convictions but you need to be in conversation with your spouse about that because i feel like that's when these deep conversations tend to happen mm-hmm. like and i think we should talk about like what does need mean you may think you need something but do you truly so like in context um sorry i just remembered a verse you have one way of living when both parties worked right, right. And we enjoyed going out to dinner and we enjoyed going here and going there. And occasionally I want to buy this or or I buy something every weekend Mm -hmm. or I use some of my paycheck for my fun money or something like that. Those things are not 
needs. Right. Yeah. And so when you start to incorporate, is my home suffering? Let's take kids out of the picture. Is my home suffering? Is my husband suffering? So on and so forth. Then add kids. Are my kids suffering? Am I not being there for them? So on and so forth. Because I refuse to change my quote unquote need. Right. Your spending habits. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like, you have to alter your lifestyle. Yeah. And my, um, I was talking to my parents earlier about this and asking them their thoughts and stuff. And my dad pointed out a verse, um, godliness with contentment is great gain. Timothy six, six. And it's just all comes back to contentment and like how you should try to be content with what you have. I mean, yes, some people like what you said, if you're financially struggling and there's no other way, like, yeah, that makes sense. But I, even if you find a way to work outside the home and that's what's best for you and your family, like that's, you have, you have contentment in that. Like mm-hmm. there's ways to find contentment in any situation that you're in, but also there's ways that I am not, I, I work at home. I stay at home, but I'm not a good worker at home mm-hmm. all the time. Like I try, but it's hard. Like it's hard to even fulfill what this verse is saying when there's no outside work involved. Like, right. I stay at home full time. Yeah. But that doesn't make this verse any easier for me. Like I can't just sit here and be like, oh, I'm covered. I work at home. Right. Like that, right. There's so much more than working. There's more than just yeah. staying at home. Yeah. Like this is so hard for me because it's so hard to try to find a balance between like homeschooling the kids, washing the kids faces off, <laughs> like washing, flushing the turds down the toilet for the fifth <laughs> time of the day. Things. Like so many different things, but also trying to make dinner Mm -hmm. for my husband and the kids and give them healthy options for food and clean the house and do the laundry. And I'm saying all of this and my house is a wreck. Mm -hmm. Like my house is a wreck right now. So Mm -hmm. I am not perfect in this. And this is something that I struggle with a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not as simple as just work at home. That's it. Right. There's so much more to it. Yeah. Yeah. I know for myself, I work outside of the home, but I also am involved in some other things like with church and stuff like that and Bible mm-hmm. studies. And two, I even find like, it's hard for me to keep the house clean. It's mm-hmm. much easier because I don't have children who are coming along behind me, messing it up after I just cleaned it. But still, right. sometimes there is dishes in the sink and loads of laundry that don't get met, that don't get turned over or a dirty bathroom or whatever that is. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not easy. Could I do better? Absolutely. Like there's definitely room for improvement, but it's not, doesn't come easy easy or natural for me to just like oh i'm gonna go clean today like, right yeah no, i would rather sit on the couch and do nothing like, yeah right <laughs> yeah and i have to remind myself that i am the keeper of this home like my husband is working and so am i but i am primarily the keeper of the home so i need to take off my booty and get to work see that would be hard for me to wrap my mind around though if, like if i was working and we didn't have kids me being the one that's still responsible for the house when my husband is not like that oh let me tell you <laughs> there was like it's like that's not fair no there, it, yeah girl yes <laughs> It took me probably, so all of us were part of a Bible study. When the Bible study first started, we were talking about kind of a similar topic, Mm -hmm. more pertaining to submission. I struggled for months. I think we started that Bible study in like April. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't until like really we moved into this house. Was that April of last year? I think so. Uh, Mm -hmm. April of 2021? Or was it two years ago? Was it two years ago? Well, that we started the Bible study or that that you moved in? That we started the Bible study. Oh, I think it would have been two two, years because I think, yeah, I think it's two years. Whatever time it was, we start (laughs) this topic and I was like, they really expect me to clean my house 
but, but my husband's working like i was amped about it and it's something <laughs> i thought about it and mauled about it and was like angry so angry for the longest time because i just could not imagine as a woman my husband and i both work we both get home roughly around the same time and he mm-hmm. can sit on the couch and i have to go clean <laughs> it's something i really 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 struggled with mm-hmm. right but then like digging into the word and learning about like what submission actually looks like and learning about my role as a wife it became became so much easier because my husband and I would argue, like I would be literally folding laundry, like on the bed while he's laying in the bed and play, playing a video game or watching TV or scrolling on his phone, and I'm like, "Why am I the one standing here, working while you were sitting there, doing nothing?" <laughs> and I remember we had an argument where I actually like threw a hanger at him <laughs> because I was so angry. But now, like that, I just know the role that God has provided or like wants for us as women. It's so freeing. Like I know mm-hmm. that 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 is my role, and it makes I think it easier for my husband also. He can like. What do you need help with? Like, because mm-hmm. he knows that I am, that is my role and sees that I am busy. I feel like he's more apt to like ask yeah. for help or ask <laughs> what I need help yeah. with instead of when we were both arguing every day about who was doing the dishes, who was making dinner, who was doing this and who was doing that. So what did your pouring into, what did that look like? Just like reading specifically about that or yes, just reading your I Bible have, like, in general? I have like a notebook with several like, like things that I wrote, like all these scriptures about what is submission and what is like. I don't remember a lot of it now because okay. it was a while ago, but because I was just so frustrated. I'm yeah. like, this cannot be what the Lord wants for me in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, let me find this in these pages because this is, this. again, yeah. I was so frustrated. I was like, this can't be true. Well, that's, I feel like that's in the same vein, like with stay at home moms. I feel like a lot of us are like, this can't be what God wants for me. Like just cleaning up these messes right. all day long, like, and not being able to have coworkers to talk to, mm-hmm. like only talking to toddlers all day long. Like this can't, for sure, this cannot mm-hmm. be my life right now. Mm-hmm. Like this that it's hard like just trying to figure out how this calling is meaningful Mm -hmm. whenever it's just mainly picking up the house and all those things which are big things but when you're in the day-to-day I feel this this topic today is just really speaking to me because it's been a rough couple of weeks with trying to just keep the house clean Mm -hmm. in general Mm -hmm. like I can't even tell you how many loads of laundry I need to fold I think that if we start to see like, and I can't, I can't speak for kids, right? Like cleaning up after kids or doing laundry for kids Mm -hmm. or um, making meals for kids or Mm -hmm. something like that. But I think when we start to realize um, like our husbands come home and they're like seeing that we're providing for them, Mm -hmm. that's when we have to intrinsically know we're, we need to get satisfaction. My husband really enjoyed that meal tonight. Wow. I just did that. And I provided and like, that's Mm -hmm. my self, that's my self-worth or like, that's my satisfaction. Or my husband had underwear to put on this morning because to get when he got out of the shower to go to work. Mm -hmm. If he didn't, he would probably complain. And I wouldn't like about like, yeah. wouldn't like that he was complaining and then that would just fuel the fire right yeah. like no, my husband mm-hmm. has a certain type of underwear and they get folded like the good ones on top that go down yeah. to the bottom the bottom <laughs> ones are not so good they don't have holes in them but they like just aren't like the, this like mm-hmm. yeah athletic fabric so yes when he yes. wears a good underwear he's having a good day but at the bottom <laughs> not having a good day and i know i will hear about it yeah exactly <laughs> and so like we have to find like little satisfactions <laughs> like that i think even more so when you work from home mm-hmm. or like only stay home right yeah. it's it's not you the same ha- as a bonus but no <laughs> <it's> something <laughs> but like you ha- i feel like you have to take those wins my husband had underwear <sighs> this morning and he didn't <laughs> complain my husband came home and he enjoyed that meal mm-hmm. and 
he didn't complain about yeah. the meal or <laughs> we didn't have to throw it out yes just preach <laughs> i know um like i think we just need to try and find little wins like that all day long mm-hmm. in those and little that comes pots. back to the content godliness with contentment it's not yeah. just about yeah. finding it's like it's about for me trying to find worth in what i'm doing whenever it's not a monetary gain that i'm seeing right. in return mm-hmm we also need to give ourselves a little grace here too. Like your house doesn't need to be perfect every single day. No. Yes. I also feel like that is an excuse that gets blown out of proportion though too. So I understand what you're telling me right now, but I feel like that thrown around on Instagram is like, Oh, you can just for somebody like me, like give your, it's a, it's grace. Like you can just give yourself grace for somebody like me. I love being lazy. So that mm-hmm. to me is like, Oh, my house doesn't need to be clean. I have three kids. Okay. I'm going to sit on the couch and scroll for a minute because I need a break. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? so it just, yeah, I, I, I think we have to be careful. Yeah. We have to be careful with those plugs. Yeah. It's hard like to that. find a balance with that giving grace, but also doing the things that need done in your home. Mm-hmm. So I think this is one of the things I thought about to have your home. It's not even just for your family. Like everything needs to point back to Christ. Like you need to Mm -hmm. have something you need to point back to Christ in your family for your family in particular, but you also have to have a home that would be welcoming to others for the sake of Christ's family. So hospitality, like if, Mm -hmm. again, for me, for example, like I've had neighbors that I've wanted to invite over for the longest time, but I'm like, Oh, the house isn't clean enough for them to come over. Oh, the house is finally clean. Oh, they can't come. Oh man. And then like the house is dirty. Like it's just, yes. So it's just trying to maintain a house that is welcoming, not only to your family, Mm -hmm. but to people that you might need to bring into your family to be that hospitality and that support for other people for christ so as christian women like what should our houses when i say look like i don't mean like we need to have like shiplap everywhere i just mean <laughs> like cleanliness like what do you ladies think like our houses should look like like i just see on instagram like oh look at my house it's a hot mess express i'm gonna post that on instagram oh, and share how glorious this is yeah. because whatever like real as, life yeah Hashtag. yeah what should our i i attempt like that's the hard thing. Like I want my house to look picked up. Like Mm -hmm. I want the counters wiped off and Mm -hmm. all the toys off the floor. Mm -hmm. That in itself is like the hardest thing in the world for me right now. But I don't know, I guess just not having people over and just throwing out the, Oh, I have kids. So you get it right. Like to an extent. Yeah. Cause there's there's going to be toys. Like if you have people over and yeah, there's going to be toys, but like trying to not have, half-eaten bologna sandwich on the floor or a pizza crust under the ottoman which real thing uh that happened (laughs) (laughs) didn't know it was there till i went to vacuum anyway (laughs) things like that maybe not need to happen but (laughs) i don't know i would say just try to have a tidy house so that you're again okay with somebody seeing it Mm -hmm. that's not your family and you're not trying to make excuses for it yeah no i agree yeah i would i would really echo generally picked up yeah generally picked up um i don't like to like i have a a dog and a cat i don't want people to see like dust bunnies like even though my like (laughs) even though like i listen 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 listen. (laughs) it's so hard to sweep i just kept sweeping i just kept flying over my broom and i was getting so frustrated vacuum i was what i was about to say it doesn't matter if it's vacuumed or not (laughs) 
Lorraine over here, pet peeve. Well, I remember you once <laughs> talked about your baseboards needing to be clean when you clean, right? Yes. Did you say that? Okay, so listen. <laughs> so, like, every time she comes over, I'm like, I did not wipe down my baseboard. <laughs> no, And that's okay. where I'm like, give me grace. I cleaned <laughs> my house today. I spent, like, a few hours cleaning, like, vacuuming. It looks all good. The I was yeah, just about to say. Great. But don't you ever look at my baseboards because, honey, so they have dog hair on them. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> when I go somewhere, it's not like my eye goes there. It's just my house. So, like, I, even though knowing Chanel has two dogs, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, mm, where are the dust bunnies? <laughs> I see them on the baseboard. You don't have to look that hard. Like, oh that's, but it's me. And how yeah. interesting that, like, at my house, I don't want people to see that. But when I go to someone else's house, I don't, my eye doesn't go there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. So it's. I, I don't think know. your so guys' houses are very clean when I come. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I'm sitting in a clean house. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll put in some hard work today. Uh, <laughs> I'm just it wasn't terrible. Like it definitely was. Just things that like you just like forget about or just like push yes. off, push off, and then like when people are like, "Oh, we're coming up," you're like, "Okay, I'm finally getting motivation to do yeah. that." Let's <laughs> double yeah. down. Now I am. I do like a. I like personally a clean bathroom. Like I yes. want people to have a clean bathroom. Um. Or like myself mm-hmm. get have a clean bathroom, um, things picked up. I mean, I'm gonna have probably a pile of recycles by my back door. Like yeah. that's just part mm-hmm. of our life. Yeah, and I've gotten over that. Like I don't have a good hiding place for the recycles mm-hmm. until they get taken out to the garage. You know, so you're probably gonna see a pile of recycles. You're probably gonna see my day to day planner, calendar, a bunch of pens and some notes out on my island or something but generally yeah the sounds house is, clean to me <laughs> the house is like picked up that's I, what i, like I would a candle think. yeah i like a good candle i see a candle over there as there's I'm saying candle, this although it has fragrance and i thought about you lorraine i'm like that's a walmart candle it smells good <laughs> i love candles oh, if candles the thing that's gonna take me down i'm gonna go happy Rock on. <laughs> hey i'm a mix of can i have candles and i have essential oils in my house so i have a few oils too Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about all of our oils and candles. No, did we cover most of your stuff? I feel like you have a whole bunch of notes over there. Um, I also just like so again when I put in like can women Christian women work at home is kind of like my like my essential question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I basically just kind of went down to I have a quote. It says, "In the light of God's in light of God's message, a woman must examine her heart and honestly determine if she can hold down a job and care for slash manage her home as a faithful woman." It's kind of like a quote that like really summed it up because I do know women who have children who are Christians who do work outside of the mm-hmm. home. They're teachers yep. or they are nurses or whatever. And I don't think like I don't think poorly of them because right. they're working outside of the home. Like I don't want to like end this podcast and be like you should not be working outside of the home. Like working outside right. of the home is terrible <laughs> and we just don't uh, condone that here on this podcast. Like I don't want Mm-mm. to leave that message. But it also like but I also determined like in the Bible it doesn't say you cannot work. Like there right. are women in the Bible which are Lydia, she was a seller of purple cloth mm-hmm. like in the market and Priscilla, she was a tent maker. And Phoebe and was it June Junia? which I don't know as much about the, the Phoebe and Junia, but I do know about Lydia and Priscilla. So there are women in the Bible. And Proverbs 31 women. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. Who and were working outside of the home. And Eve who worked. Yeah. True. I just The I, garden. Yeah. She would have. Adam so and Eve so were charged with that. there were women in the Bible who did both. Like, right. So, yeah, that's kind of what I determined. Yeah, I don't think working outside of the home is, n- is not biblical. Right. Because 
God created work and he wouldn't have created something that wasn't biblical in his light, like in his light. It was funny. I was doing some research on this topic and you could tell from like the first three sentences of some of the articles that I looked at were like, it was like, it was the one verse, the Timothy verse. It was about being the manager mm-hmm. of your household. And it was like, that's why you should, that's why you don't work. That's why you cannot work outside oh, wow. the home. <laughs> like it just totally took the Bible verse and was like, you can't do that. And I was like, that's, did, did you read the line above right. your two sentences ago? Like mm-hmm. that's not at all what the Bible is saying. Yeah. Like it was just so funny to read some articles where you just knew that like, didn't matter what the Bible says, they were always just going to take their stance and run with it. I have a quote that goes along with that. A woman's place is not in the home, but her responsibility is for the home. Ooh, that's good. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other thoughts? Does anyone have I any did. notes? I yeah, had, go for it. Um, in the sermon that I was listening to, she was talking about how working at home is great and fantastic, blah, blah, blah. But there's a pitfall the home can become an idol Ooh, that is and true. she says she likes to call it the homier than thou syndrome oh. <laughs> i thought it was cute that was cute that <laughs> yeah is cute. but that just reminds me of instagram and like you were saying like taking pictures of either messy or super clean mm-hmm. like that can either one of those things i feel it could be an idol of your home when you're focusing too much on it that you feel like you need to post about it all the time oh something i just thought of okay so in the bible and you can correct me if i'm wrong you're wrong okay guys remind the podcast now no where does it say that we need to be like making bread making our own like have chickens and own a farmette and like do all the things right because i feel like that is like so pressure or does you're like looking at me like maybe it is in the bible and i don't really know no no i'm (laughs) more like like, no i'm more feeling like i definitely was leaning that way like right i want to make my own foods and i have raised garden beds Mm -hmm. and I want, I want a homestead. I want, yeah, yeah. I want to make sourdough and I want to do all the things. Yeah, all I feel like that. I'm pressured to do, like, maybe it's just Instagram right now. Maybe I think it's like, for sure Instagram. It's definitely Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, should I be, like, making my own everything? Like, I think that for me, which is more at home, expensive sometimes yeah. and yeah. not necessarily yes, frugal. What I'm I think that for me, it's like, oh, well, if I'm staying at home, that's the way I need to be stewarding my household Mm -hmm. because I don't have all of these other things I need to worry about. I am just in my home. So because I don't have the pressures of outside work, I need to make myself work like work to death, like in my home doing Mm -hmm. all these crazy things, doing all of the everything. Mm -hmm. And if I don't do everything, then I feel terrible. Like looking at other stay-at-home moms on the internet just uh, i feel like that's what everybody says that you need to do to be a good godly christian mom like i don't know yeah right I feel like simple you- answer is it's not there yeah. and yeah the i would say if you enjoy doing those things if you enjoy being in your kitchen and you mm-hmm. enjoy being outside and it's not taking away from your home right. or it's not taking away from time with your like if you're saying I'm going to go to the kitchen and I'm going to make sourdough and I'm not ever going to like spend time with my husband. Then that's when the sourdough becomes the issue. Right. 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 Or I want to go outside because I want to get away from my husband. That's when it becomes the issue. Yeah. Or maybe insert kids too. Oh yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And I mean, it goes any which way. For sure. Um, I think when we start to 
use our hobbies as excuses, that's when it becomes an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, like, yeah, like I've said, like you're not the, there's nothing wrong with making sourdough. There's nothing wrong with having raised garden beds. There's right. nothing wrong with any of those things. It's where is our heart? Right. Are we content? And why are you doing them? Like yeah. you look to God to tell you what you and your husband to tell you what you feel like you should do in your home, right. not to everybody else on the internet. And here's my thing. And I'm pretty sure Maggie, you told me this one time too. Like, um, I had said to you, oh, I really want to make sourdough, right? But, like, my house is failing in, like, three other different Mm -hmm. areas. And you're like, what's wrong with a bread maker, Lorraine? (laughs) And, like, that, like, (laughs) truly hit me true. Like, okay, you want to incorporate that into your routine. You probably don't have time to incorporate that into your routine, Lorraine. So, but if you want to and you want to try it, why don't we have something that... Like, in between. In between, yeah, yeah bread right? makers on my Christmas list, son. <laughs> yeah, or something like okay, I really like fresh, gar- like garden food or mm-hmm. those kinds of things, and I want to stay away from the grocery store. Right. Okay. Well, if you have the means to start a garden, you probably have the means because there is a lot of upkeep with a garden. You probably have the means to go to your local CSA or your local farm market. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you support? that way instead of putting all the pressure mm-hmm. of a garden on you right. it's like, franklin county there's fresh produce everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> so i'm just saying like we y- you don't have to interrupt your routines or even add things to your routines to incorporate what you want mm-hmm. i would say yeah no good because sometimes i'm like oh i didn't make homemade or i'm not like drinking raw milk or yeah. like my eggs are from mm-hmm. the store or i'm like i'm failing like i have a quote like, that goes with that <laughs> It says, you don't need to be more to matter. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's mm. so good. I thought it was too. Yeah. I think we can make working from home simple and enjoyable. We just have to find contentment in the simple. Yes. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Boom. I think yeah. we should end it right there. Boom. Boom. I'm not going to drop the mic though. This is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> And last time I did really bad at the whole ending thing. So I'm gonna let someone else take it. And I said, we don't do more. mic drop quotes anymore. No. <laughs> so what is our next topic then? Oh, um, well, it's kind. What's our next one after that? What's the next word? The next one is submissive to their own husbands. Ooh. I feel Ooh. like we can almost skip over kind. Is that I feel kind? Like, do we really need to learn about kind? I mean, I like yes, I do. Maybe I should be a little more kinder to my husband and maybe to myself sometimes. But. I think we could probably maybe even do like a little blip of kind and sure. then and then talk about submission. submission. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. So okay. next time, ladies, we'll be talking about submission with a blip of kind. <laughs> I like it. Love it. Love it. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Well, here you'll hear us next time. <laughs> Bye. See ya. See ya. See ya.